Hello, 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 and welcome to another another episode of the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. We are on episode number three. We've passed two. Now we are number three. And uh, as time progresses, I'm getting a little bit more confident and confident in doing solo podcasts, which I hear from many podcasters is very difficult if it's not scripted. And if you have not noticed yet, my podcast, my solo podcasts are unscripted, raw. I do have bullet points to talk about, and I do have a direction on where I want to go with the discussion. And so I am really proud that I can actually uh, do my first few podcasts uh, doing solo. Uh, before I go into our, our topic, which is getting into the comparison trap and how to deal with it and move through it, uh, before I go into that discussion, I want to just encourage you to, if you're listening on iTunes, please subscribe and also make a comment to see if this podcast is working well for you and it's really moving you. You can also go on Spotify and rate the the content of this podcast and the podcast alone. So I am thankful for all of you who've already made comments and made, left some really cool uh, um reviews about this podcast and i know for a fact that i'm in the right path when uh, many of you are uh, texting and private messaging me saying how much relevant and how much uh connection we have through doing these podcasts so without further ado let's go ahead and talk about this this topic well it's nothing new to all of us right we are humans and we tend to compare ourselves to other people's highest success. And for those of you in the entrepreneurial space who are mental health professionals and who are doing things outside of your therapy world, outside of your therapy office and your your uh, the profession, many of you are stepping into the realm of entrepreneurship, which is building and creating businesses that are outside or or connected to your bit, your therapy business. Many of you are doing membership sites, courses to help the community increase their mental health, or even your business coach who help mental health professionals in general. Many of you are doing retreats. I, that's a big thing now going on for the past few months. It's been around for a while, but I think now many, many of you are venturing into the world of retreats. Uh, some of you are even entertaining the fact, uh, the idea of hosting your own summits and conferences. And there is so much involved in creating all those. But sometimes when you see people who are already doing them and are doing them successfully, when we get into a rut, when we feel like we are not getting to that place where we want to be in our businesses and those things that we are creating, the retreats, the summit, the courses, the membership sites, all of the things, we tend to default to comparing ourselves to someone else's highest success. Not just comparison, comparing ourselves to other people and all of the things that they've accomplished with what we want to accomplish in our business, but we then compare ourselves to the highest perceived success that they are experiencing. When we are at low, when we are at our low of our insecurity, we compare ourselves 
to someone else's highest success or perceived success. And you normally see this on social media, right? When you see people posting their selfies at their conference or their retreats, and they're having a ball, right? Everything looks like everything is flowing on their end. They didn't have to try hard. And the narratives and the stories starts escalating in our heads. You know, this goes for group practice owners like myself, where, as I mentioned in, in previous podcasts, that my group practice went to crap uh, because of some of the things that we discovered as far as a breakdown in our system or irrelevance in our system at this point. Many of us go on social media and we project our insecurities, we compare ourselves, and I, this is called the comparison trap. This is nothing new to seasoned entrepreneurs and also entrepreneurs who are starting off in the world of mental health. This is nothing new. Social media uh, is a great place to connect, but it's also a sad place and unfortunate place to compare yourselves to other people's highest form of success. And, you know, some of the symptoms for that is feeling like you're not enough, feeling like you're not doing enough. Some people evoke feelings like uh, no one likes them, that what do they have that I don't uh, kind of attitude, and also the feeling like, uh, you will never get to that place where you fulfill your dreams. You start then getting resentful of yourself and why you got into it in the first place, all these uh, creating these services and all of those, those things. And it's not getting as much traction as the other folks who are doing somewhat the same thing. And this comparison trap is a human condition. It is something that we all go through as entrepreneurs. And I want to normalize that. Uh, and there are times where, you know, this is, this is something to learn from and asking your questions for those of you who have training in or are specializing in parts work, asking and evoking questions from parts work would be appropriate at this time. You know, what is that part of me or that, that part of me that is projecting this, that is experiencing this when I see someone doing better than me or seeing someone succeed in something that I want to do, but that's not happening for me. Many group practices that I have coached in the past um, are very successful. And then for me who have coached them and they're successful, and then mine went to crap at some level or, or at some point, oh my goodness, it's the, the comparison. What am I doing wrong? What did I do wrong? Did I not listen to some of the things that I have done or advised? Or it, 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 all of those things just, just, it just it happens, right? It, in, a, in a heartbeat. And then you're, you're in the trap. And it's so hard when you're in the comparison trap, the comparison train, it's so hard to get out of it because as you continue to scroll through social media, it's almost as if it's perpetuating and it's lighting, it's putting more wood and coal into the fire. And this is something that is extremely normal. The question is, what do you do with it? And that moment at that time, we all know that social media is curtailed that people 
post things that other people want to see. Now, there are some people who have a balance of here's the reality of what's going on in my business and in my personal and professional life. And there are some who just post beautiful pictures, a lifestyle that everybody loves seeing that they want to see. They have nice pearly teeth. Their teeth are, are perfect. And my, my teeth is not perfect. My, my teeth is yellow and crooked. And it seems like their life is, is peaches. And social media is notorious for allowing all of us to show, to show only a side that we want others to see, which is success. It's rare that you see people who are vulnerable on social media. And when you do, it's very refreshing for them to showcase the reality of not only their business, but some of the things that they go through as business owners. And I know this for a fact because many of the clinicians who I've spoken to really gravitate to that balance of authenticity. You know, many folks do not want to, or many professionals do not want to showcase that for fear of being rejected or being chastised or judged or criticized. Let me just tell you this. Everyone is going to, no matter what, on some level, will criticize you and show throw shade at you. I mean, that's the that's just being human. Now, the comparison trap is something very, very toxic because what it does is that it steals you away from the moment. It makes you look, it takes your eyes away from the actual moment that you're in right now in building your business and building your group practice, your solo practice, uh, creating the structure for your events, your summits, your retreats, your courses. It takes you away from the moment of creativity and innovation and catapults you in the past and in the future, never in the present. How it catapults you in the past is that you look at all the things that you you believe you have not done or have done that is perpetuating the, the non-movement of the moment. Meaning you keep looking at all the things that you've done. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should, I, 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 I don't, I, I can't believe I did that. Or all of the regrets are hidden in the past. And, you know, some of us are stuck there when we are in this comparison trap. It evokes resentment. It, re it evokes insecurity. It evokes uh, things like uh, uh, insecurities of why did I do that or thoughts of why did I do that? I should have done this instead. And now it's causing this stagnation in the moment. So you keep catapulting in the back or in the past and you start questioning all your moves at that time when you're high in anxiety and in in this state normally that of which that you're thinking about at that time is always negative and i want to say i don't want to say always but it feels like it's always negative when you go back in time and start reevaluating all the shoulds and all the things that you have done that is negatively affecting your actual moment, your entrepreneurial journey, all the things that you're trying to do in your business in the moment. Now, the compare, being in a comparison trap not only catapults you 
or distract you away from the here and now in building your business or whatever project you're doing, catapulting you from the here and now of creativity and innovation, catapulting you in the past, but now it also catapults you in the future. Now, the future, what the future holds is human beings um, uh, writes in the blanks. We have the tendency to create stories and human beings are masters at creating stories that has not done yet or create stories that their brain is positioning to actually fulfill. Okay, for those of you who are into manifestation and self-sabotaging behaviors for the future, this is where it's at. Now, being in the comparison trap that catapults you in the future always makes you think, again, there's that word always, but it feels like it's always, right? Always makes you think of all the worst case scenarios that's going to happen. No one's going to like me. People are going to come to my event and they're going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of bad ratings. People are going to be complaining. People are going to hate me. Um, or the courses that I build, no one's going to buy them. Or when they uh, uh, when they buy them, they go through the course. Then the content is going to be crap. And I'm going to have a ton of ratings. And it's the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. So we fill in the blanks. So again, when you're in the comparison trap, it takes you away from the moment of creativity, innovation, catapults you in the past, which is the shoulds, the, the regrets, all of those things that's there, that's going to haunt you. And that you perceive that is getting in the way of uh, moving towards your actual goals for the present. And then the comparison trap also catapults you in the future which is the, the prediction of the doom and gloom. The sky is falling. The, I'm, not, I'm not going to uh, uh, be as successful. I'm going to trap myself in this cycle of mundaneness in my professional and personal life. I will always see clients and always be resentful of having a 30, 40 a week caseload. I will always have this burnout feeling that everything that I try to do, I'm still going to be in this trap. Uh, I will always be in that rut of trying to catch up with my notes. So these are some of the things that when you're in the comparison trap, it, get, it, it, it spirals you into regrets from the past and then a prediction of the doom and gloom and the sky is falling in the future. Comparison trap is extremely powerful. It feels like a tidal wave, especially when you continue to scroll through social media and you see these, what you perceive as perfect, perfect looking people with nice pearly white teeth that has businesses that looks like it's absolutely booming. They're gone beyond six figures and venturing to seven figures and it's causing you a lot of anxiety because it not only sends you a message of not feeling good enough, but you will never, ever get there. My brothers and sisters, this is a type of attitude and mindset that will not only take you down, but will also take your perceived goal in the future down as well, too. 
when you start going into a path, and I know this from experience, when you start going in the path of preparing the bricks to failure, you're going to continue to step on those bricks. Your brain finds what you gives it, you give it to, to search for. If you are looking, if you have placed the bricks of failure on the ground, your body and your feet will follow and will find that brick to stand on. So what do we then do with the comparison trap? How do we deal with it? How do we move through it? Well, for one thing, know and understand in the moment that you are in the comparison trap and you are seated in the train of the comparison train. You are first class, <laughs> sitting at first class on the comparison train. So first things first, really realize that when you're scrolling through your social media, identify that part of you that says, I'm comparing myself to this person's highest level of success. When I'm at my lowest of not uh, even getting close to that place. Be aware, be conscious about that. Be conscious about where you are in the moment. Notice what your body is responding to when you become aware and fully aware that you are in the comparison trap. When you are experiencing this type of sensation and emotion, it's usually stored in the body. Some of us, when we realize we're in the comparison trap, we feel it in our gut and in our chest. Your gut, according to many body workers, uh, somatic workers, the gut is your core and many of your anxiety uh, um, is stored in that. So when you're feeling anxiety, it starts in the gut area. You feel butterflies in the stomach. You feel all of that in there. Your chest is where your power lies. Now, if you're feeling a lot of sensations in your chest, that means uh, when you are, when you believe that you are in the comparison trap and you are conscious and realize that your chest, if you feel a sensation in your chest, that means you have lacked power. Your chest is the area that has all of your vital organs for you to survive. Uh, your heart is there. Your lungs is there. That's why you've got a rib cage right there to protect those areas. Those are the vital organs. And when you feel sensation, when you think that, oh my gosh, I am in the comparison trap right now in this moment, and you feel that power in on your chest, that means you may be experiencing lack of power. And so move that as much as possible through the consciousness, right? Uh, um, exploring it, ask questions. Why am I comparing myself? What's the reason for this? There's got to be a reason for this. Am I deserving of it? Who in the past have told me to compare myself to other people and compare my worth based on other people? We have an idea of what success is. If you're in the comparison trap, let me go back. If you're in the comparison trap, you always compare success to other people's success. That their success is somehow your success. But in this day and age, 
you can and you should compare your level of success to what you perceive as success for you. For me, success is traveling, freedom, getting out there, making money while I travel, and really preserving my freedom. Success for you could be more time with your family. It could be um, uh, uh, as, as, as easy as seeing five clients a day, go home, then get a cup of tea, and then do a bubble bath or something like that. That could be success for you. Or success is just meeting your goals to pay for your bills comfortably. Some people have success of having multiple properties. Like for me, success, as I defined it, is having multiple properties and also having uh, the mental health professional rent and have a space in my properties. And then while I'm also investing in all of these properties that that's my level of success and for me to continue doing that and providing that type of service while it's also bringing me revenue it's tough but i feel like i'm in that path that success for me so when you're in the comparison trap you start comparing yourself to other people's level of success and you are not aware of your own value system of your own success. So step number two, when you're in the comparison trap, think about your definition of success. Spend some time, write things down of what you perceive as success to you. Not attaining success from other people's, from what you perceive other people tells you about success. They, they, in the mental health world, you know, going to six figures was at one point successful private practice. Getting to seven figures now it is, and then to eight figures. Come on. There's got to be a time to step back, breathe, and say, you know what? That success that they have defined it as for them and for their community. But success to me is sitting overlooking the Tuscan Hills, having a cup of cappuccino and just being still breathing in breathing out and just being able to be in the moment that's success for me it's okay to have these levels and these spectrums of success so that's the set the 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 next thing um what i want to go into as well when you're in the comparison trap the third thing that i'd recommend for you to do is practice gratitude oh my gosh this is such a simple thing to say out loud but it has a powerful powerful energetic electrifying sensational experience from mind body and soul practicing gratitude every single day realizing what you currently have in the midst of all your chaos, what you currently have in the moment to be grateful for, your brain responds so well to the practice of gratitude. When you focus on what you don't have, you release chemicals in the body that makes you feel insecure, that heightens your stress, causes lack of sleep, 
cause, causes the inability to sleep, causes physical problems, and also an attitude that people will feel when they're around you. And if your attitude is doom and gloom, the Debbie Downers, the sky is falling, the fear-mongering energy, not very many people are going to be wanting to be around you. So when you are in the, the comparison trap, practice gratitude. That changes and rewires the brain, which therefore then sends messages and signals throughout the body, vice versa. Then it starts healing you better. You start becoming a little bit more centered in yourself, uh, psychologically, emotionally. And then it also engages you on a spiritual level as well, too. Meaning you start seeing the value in, in life, your purpose and your meaning in life. Some of you who are faith-based may be getting more connected to your faith, which is incredible. Gratitude catapults. I, gratitude is the, hmm, how can I say this? The, um, the non-visual approach to healing anxiety and depression. There you go. I said it. Uh, practicing gratitude is a powerful practice, just as yoga is, just as counseling, going into mental health counseling is. Practicing gratitude every single day when you wake up, every single day, and practicing gratitude every single moment of your life when, when something to be grateful for is in front of you. So when you notice it, in, when you're in the moment, you start noticing all of the things that you have uh, uh, a... Uh, to be grateful for. So I wake up in the morning. First thing I say is thank you, God, for <laughs> letting me wake up in the morning to experience life today. I don't know what's going to happen today, but I'm going to look for all those moments where I can be grateful for. Now, this doesn't mean that the stress of life and situations are going to come to you because they will. That's just being human. That's just life. Life happens to all of us. But in the, that moment, Look for little things or even big things where you can be grateful for. Just train your brain to do that. And the more you experience chaos, the more your brain will look at other aspects of how to resolve an issue, how to look at things from a different perspective, and how to be, have grace for yourself and help you to really ride the train, the comparison train in a more gracious, graceful and forgiving manner, not only for yourself, but for other people. Okay. Uh, the next is reflect on the goal that you've already achieved. Now, remember, in the when you're in the comparison trap, it catapults you in the past, right? It catapults you in the past. And when you are in an anxious state, when you are in the comparison mode, most likely, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, the things that you think about in the past is negative. All the things that you have, all the regrets are, are there. However, when you are consciously in the moment that you know that you're in a comparison trap and that you're trying to relieve the symptoms of stress and anxiety based on the compare, being in the comparison trap and riding in the comparison train, you can also make a list of all the achievements that you've done in the past. You want to offset that. You want to write down a whole list. You can even put it on your wall, put it in a post-it note, or when you turn on the, your computer every single day, a, a, a 
a pop-up on your computer. I don't know how you do that, but a pop-up on your computer would say, hey, remember when you did this? Here are some of your accomplishments and make a whole list of that and just focus on that. That in itself, the visual aspect of all the achievements that you've done in the past in your professional journey or even your personal journey will help your brain to be rewired to look at possibilities on how to engage more and fulfill more of your, of, of your goals. Looking past your achievement, I do this almost every day. When I'm in that rut, when I'm comparing myself to these perfectly, perfect coaches and practices and group practices and these people who are doing so many good things, my, my fellow colleagues, and it causes me to compare myself, I look back at all of my achievements, most of them. I have a bullet point uh, in my home, in my room, that says, here's your achievements. And then I have things in bullet points. I bought a house within six months or bought two houses within six, uh, three houses in six months. Um, I am in the process. Uh, I, I, I grew a group practice, which is fairly successful. Yes, we go through tough times, but we are fairly successful. Um, I graduated from college uh, and I was a professor at a university. I list all of those things just to remind me to go, Ernesto, you're not full of crap. These voices that you have in your head that tells you you are not enough, that you are never going to be enough, they're all a lie. That you've accomplished so much. You've hosted retreats and summits in places that are so expensive, yet people venture and fly out to see what you have them to have to offer them that in itself my brothers and sisters that is so meaningful to me when i look at that at my down time or even at my lowest point in the moment i look at that i even have it on my cell phone to remind myself of all of these achievements and all the people that i've helped connect with other people and all the people that have inspired by my movement my entrepreneurial journey so I want to leave you with this, okay? If you are in the comparison trap, one, I want to normalize that for you. When you throw, scroll through social media, that is a normal response, unfortunately. The question is, you have to ask yourself, what do I do with that? What now? Will I be on this train? Will I continue to be on this train? The answer is absolutely not. Get yourself out of there as fast as possible because the comparison train is going to come back again. And it's mostly when you're scrolling through social media. So have grace and compassion for yourself. Practice soul care, not just self-care, just soul care. Remember all of your achievements. You are great. You are good. You'll, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. Just keep moving. Just be at a place where you know that all the services and, and products that you are offering the community, that they have value and that you will uh, contribute to the value of our community. So just keep moving. Again, my name is Ernesto and please, 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 if this show has blessed you and inspired you and motivated you, please uh, rate this on iTunes and Spotify and even make a comment and leave a comment so that it encouraged me to 
um, make more of these content for you. And stay tuned for the next one, everybody. Aloha. Have a great, great and wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you.